Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm LSD, and I'm with my homeboy Eggs over here. What's up? And we're too faded to play. I was pretty fucked up. <laughs> I think I'm still fucked up from last night. <laughs> hit, me, uh, hit me a little bit. <laughs> dude, yeah, last night was, was, was crazy. We're uh, basically a drinking podcast, and I don't know if I want to drink today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that myself a little bit. Uh, it's going to be a water episode, man. We went too hard in the paint last night. <laughs> Oh man, so what's what's been going on with you, sir? Um, well, I guess aside from yesterday, uh, I've I've been I've been playing a couple of games. Uh, I played it's called The Talos Principle Two. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just a puzzle game, and mm. um, I enjoyed. I think it's pretty fun. It's nothing like crazy. It's just a fun puzzle game. Oh, okay. Um, then I started playing uh, Star Ocean Second Story Remake, which is a remake of an old PS1 game. I remember Star Ocean. And uh, that's I haven't gotten too far in that one, but it's been it's been good so far. It's, okay. Uh, me actually came up on some arcade uh, cabinets over oh, yeah. the week, and uh, I called Eggs and I was like, "Hey man, you want you want an arcade cabinet?" And first thing he was like, "Is it free?" I was like, yeah, <laughs> "Kind of free." <laughs> but you know so we went and got them and i've been rebuilding that pretty much all week yeah uh got pretty far in it so it's looking pretty good yeah you've made a pretty good progress on it yes uh we're i'm at the stage where i'm about to paint it okay uh, i did that adjustment this morning to get the uh the controller to slide down a little bit more mm-hmm. and uh i'm at the stage where i'm about to paint it uh gonna run a raspberry pi 3 in it okay because that's the one that i had i just had to remod it again okay but uh yeah it's look it's looking pretty good i think uh i think it's gonna be real good i'll probably have be done next weekend yeah yeah you jumped right into it and started changing it up and yeah because the one i got i i kind of wanted to play around with it a little bit see if i could get it working uh-huh um and i've messed with it a tiny bit i haven't done a whole lot with it because I was editing the podcast kind of yeah. held me up from that but the most i've been able to do is really i cleaned it and I was playing with some wires, and I changed a capacitor, and now it makes some really scary electric popping noises. But Uh-oh. so, <laughs> yeah, that that uh, cabinet, I pretty much gutted it the first day. That uh-huh. was like the easy part. But then I started cutting, making my own wood. I put a um, twenty-four inch monitor in there, mm-hmm. uh, LCD, and uh, got the buttons. I already had the buttons because I was going to mod a, a arcade one up. And I just never got around to doing it. And mm-hmm. I just had these buttons and stuff for years. And uh, shout out to the man who uh, who sold them to me. Uh, actually, was uh, try- I was trying to promote the podcast on one of those uh, Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ran into him and the group. He was selling it. And uh, as soon as I saw it, I was like, hey, uh, you still got them? And he said a guy was going to come and get them. And I was like, well, if you don't come. Let me know. He called. He sent me a message Sunday. Like you still want them? I was like, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, went down there and got them. And uh, that, that's what I've been working on. Yeah. I'll I'll get around to. I'm I'm going to end up doing the same thing you're doing to the mine. But I just wanted to see if I could get it working. Yeah. Uh, just because I mean you know I tinker with stuff like that sometimes. I'll yeah. I'll fix consoles and things just to see if i can sometimes so right right and i know nothing about arcade units so this is i'm going into it completely blind <laughs> so. yeah me me too like i know nothing but i knew i wanted to do that mm-hmm. you know i always wanted one and now i got one it's gonna be on yep. <laughs> but uh i ain't gonna get too far into that um let's go ahead and get into our drink of the episode i picked these up from trader joe's Ah, to suit the occasion. Yes, because I, I went there to look for something that I saw on TikTok, and of course, my Trader Joe's didn't have it. Uh-huh. But this, they had this one. I thought this made a perfect addition because we went and got arcades, and we're drinking on arcade. Arcade pale ale. Yes, sir. Yeah, so this is uh, out of Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. Um. Pretty decent can. I like the art of it. A classic American pale ale blued with treasure treasure chests full of hand-selected hops and a toasty malt backbone. 
a level up for the gamer and all of us. And definitely we are gamers. Let's go ahead and see what this uh this admin hitting on. Grapefruit? I don't know. I get a, a citrusy There's taste. a citrus in there, but I don't get the bitterness of the grapefruit. Not on the front end, at least. Usually, grapefruit hits. It's not bad. It's definitely a pale ale. Yeah. It got a little bit of a citrusy. It's like a pale ale. A little heavier on the citrus. Yeah, It's, it's not, not bad, though. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad. What's the percentage on these? 4.7, I thought I saw. Is it 4 point? Yeah. 4.7. Yeah, so it's not bad. It's not terrible. I'll have them again. It's a very light beer-like with a bit of a citrusy kick to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. bad. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah, we, we've had it's terrible, but this is definitely not bad. I'll drink it again. Are you talking bad about the pickle beer? Dope. <laughs> I can't get it. I should have I like I like the art of it. Got the arcade cabinet, EOBC. Mm -hmm. Got the skull on the screen. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I like it. It's cool artwork. I'm gonna go ahead and put that up here with our uh, drinking shrine our over collection here. Collection of drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly rotating collection of drinks. Right. But yeah, this is this is this is pretty good. Shout out to uh, Edmonds Oyst. Brewing company. Am I saying that right? You're saying it as best as I would. Okay. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to you. Y'all uh, make a good pale ale here. Let's go ahead and get into it, though. Uh, Cartridge Club. Destroy all humans. What'd you think? Because I've played that game before, and I know you haven't. So I'm curious what you thought about it. When I first, when you first gave it to me, I was like, this is probably the most kiddiest game <laughs> that I, you know, I went into it thinking it's, it's going to be like a, a children's game, mm -hmm. you know, kind of PG or G rated mm -hmm. as that's what I thought at first. But I was actually quite surprised. <laughs> it's a it quickly turned that around. <laughs> oh, the first like two minutes. I'm like, whoa, the Kyle just took a dump <laughs> right on the TV. I was like, wow. And it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it, I thought it was a fun game. I really like that game. I played it originally um, on the PlayStation Two. Mm -hmm. um, the first one I played was the sequel, the second game. But I think the second game's a little better than this first one. But mm -hmm. it's not much different. It's a sequel. It a few extra guns, stuff like that. So I mean, basically, if you like this one, you're liking the second one. Yeah, I think I would like that entire series because it. it it has that element of uh, that uh, sneakiness mm -hmm. where you have to like uh, basically change it to a human mm -hmm. to like get in like different places and stuff like that. And I like that element of of, of that game because yeah. I like the the sneak. I, you know, I like the Hitman series and that sneaking around and trying to figure out the best possible way to complete the mission. Uh -huh. And that that's what I really liked about the game. And then I also like the parts where basically he had to complete like random side missions at first i didn't know that mm -hmm. it was like you had to kill this person with a cow or mm -hmm. you had to sneak in here without being seen and stuff like that i really enjoyed that part of the game yeah i think um i'm not a huge fan of stealth games mm -hmm. um there, there's a few i like i do like the hitman series hitman series um but that's because in I, I like the stealth games where you just have a list of options it's not like Right. It's not like this is how you have to do the stealth. You don't have to sneak from room to room. Right. Kind of thing. Or it's like you can go in and you put on this disguise. You can kill this person. You can hide this. But you can do that. And they kind of have that with their own unique twist because you scan a person and you just become that person. Right. And then you have to read people's minds to keep the guys going. Right. Right. And they say some stupid shit. Man. <laughs> like crazy, too. In the beginning, it was like a bunch of hillbillies. Uh -huh. I was just like, man, this is crazy. They really got like hillbillies in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was I, fun. I remember the one that that the first time I had heard it, it when I replayed it, because I'd forgotten that it was in there. 
Uh, and it, it made me like bust out laughing because I just forgot about it, didn't expect it, is you can scan one of the police officers and just they have a bunch of different lines for each style character. But one of them is the police officer goes, man, it feels like a good day for excessive force. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The one part that had me really laughing, it was, uh, I think it was in the beginning where you like at this fair mm-hmm. and you got to sneak to the fair. And then like on the top of the hill, it was like two cars over there. Mm-hmm. Where the cars was rocking. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait. And then, then they had one guy sitting it's there like, trying to peek yeah, in. Yeah. I'm like, yo, he trying to peep a time, dude, over trying to watch them bang in the back of a Buick. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought that was crazy. <laughs> but yeah, man. I was like, wait, this is not a kid game at all. <laughs> did you get, um, it takes a little bit to get there, so I don't know if you did or not, but did you get far enough to get the probe gun? The, no, uh, the anal probe. No, no, I got to the part. Uh, I think it was probably like the third or fourth level uh-huh. where you had to sneak into like this. Uh, it was either a military base or a prison or something. Mm-hmm. And and that's where I kind of I was just like, hey, it was too much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had to stop playing it. But yeah, that's how far I got. The the anal probe is my favorite weapon <laughs> because it's it's fucking stupid. So, like, uh, you get points in the game for harvesting people's brains. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. So you get the anal probe gun, and you can just sit there and shoot people, and they just hold their ass and start screaming and running, (laughs) and then they just fall over and their brain pops out their ass. I thought that was crazy, too. Like, just a brain just pops out of their head, and you got to scoop it up. The the part, and you're flying the ships, and you're blowing up the tanks. I like that part, too. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I guess the first guy, the first Martian, are they Martians, right? Something like that. Yeah, the first one that they sent, uh, he basically fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and the other dude had to go over and clean up his mess. Yep. Yeah. It, it was a good game. I, I really enjoyed that. I might have to pick that up in the future. Yeah, it's a, it's a good game. And like I said, the second one, they've also done a remake of that one. It's oh. out too. So. Okay. They're good games. Yeah. That's only on the four, right? Uh, I think they also had it on Xbox. Okay. I'm about to pick that up, go look for it next time I see it. I really like that game, and I think everybody else will like that game, too. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just, it's the right amount of just ha- go out and have fun. Like, they're relatively open areas. Yeah. And you can you can sneak around, or you can just start blasting people, picking up cars and throwing them in and stuff. And then you get, kind of like Grand Theft Auto, you have, like, your heat levels where it's like the police show up. Yeah. And the military shows up, and then the helicopters come right. in, and... It, it's not that hard of a game. I no. mean, it's, you can enjoy it. It, it. it doesn't take a lot of uh, skill to like really play. It's just really just game, just kind of just dicking around with and mm-hmm. just laughing because there's some funny parts in there. Like it's in the country, so a lot of those people talk. They talk <laughs> real funny in this game. <laughs> this game is so, if you want to call it like stereotypical. Oh yeah, it's very it stereotypical. It's stereo. It's the fifties. It's supposed to take place in like the fifties. Oh, yeah. So it's like even it's fifties stereotypes. Of- right. Right. I'm I'm put it pretty high on my list. Mm-hmm. Um. What What about you? Where you got it at on your side? I've been trying to think about that because I don't know. It's up there. It's up there. I. It's pretty high up for me. Mm-hmm. I, I've been debating on do I like Returnal more or not. Mm. Because I'm I'm very much like a I when it comes to like playing a game i i like a single player sit down and you have the experience of it you just sit down and you play the game kind just of thing. enjoy it yeah yeah and that's very much what this is or like sphinx which has been my number one this whole time because that's mm-hmm. just what that game is you sit down and you have you play it you go for, you go first i'm 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 still debating okay <laughs> well i will put this above black so this is in my top three okay i said it's high yeah that is pretty high and I really, I really enjoyed it. If I was playing this last night, I'd have been crying laughing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like everything would have been super funny in this game to me. <laughs> I think everybody would have been crying laughing on some of the stuff they say. Dope. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna put it above Returnal. So number two on my list. Number two. All right. All right. You're going to read it off. So on my side of the list, you've got Sphinx, Destroy All Humans, Returnal. Act Riser, Bully, Dementium, Black, 
Juiced, Katamari, Jet Set Radio, and Cathedral. On LSD's side, you got Returnal, Act Riser, Destroy All Humans, Black, Bully, Dementium, Sphinx, Cathedral, Juiced, and Katamari, and then Jet Set Radio. All right, check it out, y'all. This is our list, if you can get a good picture of it. So, uh, getting into our second part of the portion where we are drinking liquor. Yep. And never had this before. But you said you've had it before. I've had it before, yeah. Well, not this brand, but... Probably not that brand. This is Five Farms Single Batch Irish Cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it because it looks like a milk jug. <laughs> yeah. Like one of those old vintage milk jugs. Yep. I just like the little top of it. I have no idea how to open this, so I'm about to just try to wing it. <laughs> hope, it hope for the best. We're going to uh, mix these because I heard that it was probably terrible by itself. Yeah, yeah. So we, You should mix it with something. Yeah. I mean, we can try it by itself. I got cups over here if you want to. See what it's like on its own. I don't Just know. Just do a tiny sip or something. Because in my mind, I'm thinking it's going to look like milk. But Yeah, kind of. Close to like a creamer. It is milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're going to cut this with Starbucks single shot energy drinks. Because I need some energy. <laughs> I've been running on E all day. Yep. The richest dairy cream and the finest Irish whiskey. That is some... Uh, Irish cream to me. It sounds about right. <laughs> All right. Well, I saw it's about, uh, was it 17% alcohol? Yep, 17. So, probably ain't gonna get your toe up. I don't drink much coffee. I'm not a coffee person. I have about two cups of coffee a year, and that's on Christmas Day. Cup of coffee with some Irish cream in it. <laughs> All right. Well, while we, while I'm pouring up this and mixing it, uh, we're gonna get into our, uh, topic of the episode and that is handhelds yeah yeah handheld systems this actually looks like coffee (laughs) it does it does already kind of look like it yeah had i not previously talked about the gizmondo in one of our other episodes i would have talked about the gizmondo here right i I noticed that when i was looking up consoles Uh uh-huh i had some already in mind but when i was looking up i saw the gizmondo came up and I was like, oh, we already talked about that. Handhelds, man. Now, what's your first memory of a handheld? Uh, the first handheld I ever really got to play with was the probably was the Game Boy Color. Was the first time I really got to. Man, this shit delicious. <laughs> Is it, isn't it? Man, this shit delicious. <laughs> God damn. Ooh, this is good. Christmas morning, a cup of Irish. Fuck. A cup of coffee with some Irish cream. This shit good as fuck. <laughs> oh! Oh! What the fuck? I'm buy a case of this, Jack. Five Farms. Shout out to Five Farms. Yo, get some of this. Yep. This is delicious. You just use that instead of creamer in your coffee and you're good to go. I know what I'm having tomorrow morning. Mmm. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. What you think? Oh, I really like it. Oh, this is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Shit. It just tastes like a cup of creamy coffee. <laughs> wow, that is awesome. Yummy. Um, I'm sorry to cut you off. <laughs> no, you're good. You're what, good. What is, uh, Half yeah. of this podcast is alcohol, so if All you right. want to talk about the alcohol. <laughs> All right. So your first, you said it was the Game Boy Color? Yeah, that was the first one I really uh, got to play with it all, and that was playing Pokemon. Okay. My first handheld experience, which I'm probably going to talk about, um, is the Tiger. Okay. Tiger handhelds. Mm-hmm. Little cheap handhelds. Janky. I think they were only like 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do have that on my uh, list to Tiger Electronics. Mm-hmm. So I'll just go ahead and get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Founded in 1978 year before I was born. Mm. Uh, company started with low-tech handheld games and educational toys. And they sold for 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. They were known for like uh, low-end screens. Uh, they contained a fixed image printed onto the handheld that could be seen through the screen. 
So they were just low image, mm-hmm. low budget, kind of pic- like a little pixelated, um, black and white most mm-hmm. of the time. Um, they weren't great. Yeah, yeah. They, they were actually terrible. And I do have a story on that. Um, the very first one that I got was Double Dragon. Okay. And I remember taking it to school. I had to be in the first grade. Mm-hmm. And I got a took <laughs> from, it's a couple stories I got like that. But anyway, I got a took from the teacher. And the thing was, you get it back at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Bitch, this is October. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw it again. Yeah, no. Never got it back. And I think she just took it home and gave it to her kids. Probably. Wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, I, I had that. And they actually, they actually known for some other stuff, though. Um they're known for the Tiger Talking Learning Computer. Okay. And they're known for, I didn't know this, the Furby. I didn't know the, they had Yeah, no. I don't like Furbies. And, <laughs> yeah, they're creepy. And uh, the Talk Boy. Okay. The famous Talk Boy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they did that. Neither did I. But, yeah, they uh, they had a big part of the, the gaming industry mm-hmm. um, early on in the 70s. And we, uh, I, I, had, I had a few. I know I had Double Dragon. That was the first one. I think I had a couple of Disney ones too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they were kind of fun. Like you didn't uh, get far in them. It was yeah. like you just played it just to pass time. And then once you got bored, what you just once the batteries went dead, that was it. You never played it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they, they were fun. They were a fun little toy. They were they were definitely interesting. By the time I was I was young. Um, at least by the late 90s, they were low tech enough that they were giving them out with like Happy Meals and stuff. Yeah. And that's that's where I have most of my experience with it is playing like the Sonic ones or yeah. uh, there was Sonic. I know when Spyro and Crash Bandicoot were coming out, they had some versions of those. Never like anything great, but it was something in a Happy Meal. Yeah, but I think that they were bought out by uh, Hasbro. Okay. So Hasbro owns... Uh, Tiger Electronics now. They mm-hmm. got bought out in 1998. Okay. So. Which was probably around the time when they started doing the McDonald's yeah. and McDonald's Burger King stuff partnerships. Right, right. So. Yeah, that, that's that's one of mine. I could probably say even further back, the earliest game I kind of remember playing was like this little handheld football game. Mm-hmm. It came out probably around the same time, too. I don't know. That, I remember that one vividly was the first one that I had, but the football one, I don't think that was my first one. I think it just came up over time. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it was mine. It might have been with like my cousin or something, <laughs> but I just remember playing it. Yeah. <laughs> what, you, what you got? So uh, my first one is the Wonder Swan. Mm. I had a Wonder Swan. Oh, you did? Yeah. How'd you do that? It was weird. I came up on one. I, I When I saw it, I was sitting there like, I had this shit. Yeah. I, it's a Japanese exclusive. It was never sold here. No, I got it from somebody. Really? Yeah. Somebody okay. had it. And I remember having it. That would have had to suck to have because it was all Japanese and you couldn't buy the games here. Man. You know what? I'm getting it confused. It's not the Wonder Swan. It's something else. Okay. Hold on. Go, go ahead. I'm going to find it. So the, uh, the Wonder Swan was made by Bandai. It uh, it was a Japanese exclusive handheld that came out in 1999. It was meant to be a competitor to the Game Boy Color, mm-hmm. uh, but it didn't last all too long. It was discontinued in 2003. Uh, within that short run, it had three different versions of the system come out. The Wonder Swan, the Wonder Swan Color, and the Wonder Swan Crystal. Uh, they were all pretty much the exact same thing with just some slightly different ports. Obviously, the Wonder Swan Color had a colored screen and stuff. Versus, like, uh, how the original Game Boy did it, where it was, like, the green and gray. Something I've always kind of found interesting about the Wonder Swan, though, uh, was you could play it vertical and horizontal. It had three sets of buttons on it. So you could play, like, arcade-style games with it with a vertical screen. So you could do, like, your shooter games and stuff, Pac-Man, that kind of thing. Then you could turn it vertically, and uh, you could have... You could play... Whatever various new games were coming out. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the Wonder Swan I had. I had the Cybicto. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. That thing. 
Okay. <laughs> That's what I had. Because when I saw the Wonder Swan, I was like, I saw that. Mm-hmm. But then I was I was right under it. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm thinking that I kind of crossed it. But yeah, I you, had that. Okay. If you go back up to that Wonder Swan, you can see where I was talking about the the buttons. Yeah. You can play it vertically or horizontally. Yeah. And um, I think that's kind of one of the more interesting things about that system. Something I didn't know, actually, uh, when I found out when looking this up is I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. I, If not, you and I have definitely talked about it was that memory card that was some on the for the PlayStation one that had the screen on it. Yeah. The Wonder Swan could connect to that and you could have cross not cross play, but like cross connection with your saves on your PlayStation one and Wonder Swan for Bandai specific games. Mm hmm. Which I think is really interesting because mm-hmm. um, like Nintendo kind of did that a little bit with the the Game Boy and Game Boy Color and mm-hmm. then a little more into that with like the advanced. But the Wonderswan did that pretty well, apparently, from from what I was able to see. Um, and speaking of the the game, the Game Boy, <laughs> the guy who made the original Game Boy, the big blocky gray one is the guy who made the Wonder Swan. Like, he was the head designer for it. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Don't know why he skipped from Nintendo or what, but it said something about he left after the Virtual Boys fa- failing. No, he was, and like, crushed his dream or something. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, I mean, you know how it is. You, you've seen uh, anime and old Japanese uh, movies. If it's disgrace, they get what they, what they call it, where they stab themselves in the stomach. and then they, Oh, yeah. They chopped the head off for uh, what shame or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, the old samurais. Oh yeah, that's all. He probably felt shame and he had to go do the Wonder Swan, <laughs> which even shamed him even more. <laughs> probably. I mean, the Wonder Swan didn't do terribly. I thought. Um, man, I could swear I had that, but I know I saw it today. But then when I scrolled down, I was like, "This is what I had." Okay. Okay. Which the, wasn't terrible. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. It honestly, it looks like something like my grandmother would have had to play uh, solitaire on or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but the Wonder Swan, the Wonder Swan didn't do too terribly. Um, apparently, in apparently in the year two thousand, uh, Mandai was working with Mattel to bring the Wonder Wonder Swan over to North America. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know why that fell through. Don't know why that politics, man. Probably there's just there's no real explanation why mm-hmm. it fell through but i think it would have been cool to see over here because honestly nintendo's never really had any competition in the handheld market no not really there outside was of the psp and i wouldn't even call the vita a competition because <laughs> it, it it's a good system but it just it flopped so quick yeah i think it, nintendo's really been the the name brand kind of just that the beacon of handhelds mm-hmm. um when the game boy came out with 88 89 that was like you know just groundbreaking because you know you just put your cartridges in it and you just keep playing Mm -hmm. uh you know regular games and it wasn't just like like the tiger stuff you know a fixed screen and it it barely shows a level or anything you know Uh like this one was more detailed so the game boy kind of just like kicked in the door waving the faux faux and just was like yo i'm setting it down and I mean, there has been good um, handhelds in the 90s, but Nintendo yeah, killed nothing, them all. Nothing, nothing really touched Nintendo. Which, which I'm surprised, you know, when uh, PlayStation came out with the, the PSP, um, it was, it was, I thought it was fun, mm-hmm. but I guess, nope, it wasn't touching Game Boy Colors, Game mm-hmm. Boy Advance. It just had way better better picture quality better graphics you can watch movies on it mm-hmm. and i don't know why they just didn't keep cranking those out you thought playstation had a thing but yeah no i think well i think the problem was the vita came out mm-hmm. and they fumbled the bag so hard on the vita like the system itself is really good it's a really powerful system right you can play great looking games like they almost look like ps3 games on a handheld which mm-hmm. was crazy at the time right but they just wouldn't put games out for it they they when it came out they released like five games you had like a god of war game for it you had an uncharted game for it a kill zone game for it um there was a game called gravity rush that was really good i remember gravity rush but then pretty much like after that it was just like 
leave it to other people to make games for our system. And they just kind of dropped it. Yeah. And it, it fumbled. I think they could have had so much more with it, but. I agree. I agree. I think they could have um, really knocked down, the, knocked down the walls, probably put Nintendo way back if they just kept pushing them out. But mm-hmm. it seemed like they just got lazy with it and just said, Look, we're going to do away with this branch of uh, video games. We're going to stick to just regular consoles. Mm. Uh, but my 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 next one kind of run hand in hand with uh, the Game Boy, the first Game Boy, the brick or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. And that was the Turbo Express. Mm-hmm. Have you you hit to the Turbo Express? I do know about it. Yep. Yep. That came out in 1990, and uh, I remember when it came out. Mm-hmm. It was around the time when I had my Turbo Graphics 16, and they was pushing the Turbo Express. It had a 2.6 color LCD screen. Mm-hmm. You know, with the with the uh, Game Boy, it was just black and white, and you had to get that stupid like attachment light to get the light on it <laughs> yeah it was so dumb but uh the problem with it it was expensive mm-hmm. it was it was 250 dollars 250 dollars in 1990 that's like 800 yeah. bucks <laughs> you know whereas like i think that the game boy the original game boy was like 89 yeah, it was like or 89 dollars you know but you know it was it was basically just a portable turbo graphic 16 mm-hmm. you could take the uh, card from the Turbo Graphics 16, drop it into your uh, your Turbo uh, Express, and you can play the game, the full mm-hmm. game. That's what was dope about it. Yeah, that was really dope about it. And well, they they sold uh, 1.5 million mm-hmm. of them, but they were still getting beat out by Nintendo mm-hmm. and Sega with the Game Gear. Yep, and they just couldn't they just couldn't keep up with them. And uh, another thing that was cool about the Turbo Express, it had a tuner, a TV tuner that mm-hmm. you would stick on the side and you could watch TV, like yeah. network TV with it. Yep, like, I did. I do remember hearing about that. But you know what they're going for on eBay, though? Let's, do I want to know? <laughs> on the low end, 250 Mm-mm. High end, inbox, four grand. Nope, nope, not touching that. Yeah, like in the ones that I saw on the low end was broken. Yeah, that's kind of what work. I figured. Yeah. Right. So you probably in the middle of a row. You're probably looking at about one that works without the box, maybe $800. Yeah, it's not, that's not worth it to me. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the TV toner is cheap. I think it was, I seen the one for like 50 bucks. Okay. But the Turbo Express, like they're out there. Mm-hmm. But they I mean, expensive. The, the whole concept, the whole idea of that, system is really cool because that's kind of what the whole marketing of the switch is mm-hmm. it's like you have your games at home and then you just pick them up and you can go with them yeah and that's what the switch has gotten crazy popular off of mm-hmm. and i know sega tried that themselves with the sega nomad i, believe I remember it, the nomad i believe it was the genesis games you could just mm-hmm. pick up and go but it was big it was huge it was fucking, yeah like this big it was huge and, and it had thick. like an hour battery life but yeah it's still that that concept of just pick your game up and take it with you is really cool right right and it's it surprises me that it wasn't really catching on even back in the day yeah and uh was it uh, nec uh typography 16 they 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 had something they was mm-hmm. a little ahead of their time a little bit yeah and that was around time you know 16 16 bit wars was going on so the Super Nintendo probably was just coming out. Um, Genesis was out. So they, you know, they battling each other. Mm-hmm. And this was just like a, another Japanese group trying to get their foot in, in the gaming world. Yep. And they had something. They just, what they, they kept making them to like ninety four. Okay. And then after ninety four, that's when they just like, oh, we are gonna get out of this. We're done. I had a Game Gear. Mm-hmm. And it got stolen. Mm. I was in the sixth grade. My dumb ass, I took it to school. Mm-hmm. And I think we went to recess or something like that. And I think I had it in my desk. It was one of them old desks uh-huh. where you had to open from the top. And, you, you know, you put the stuff in there. And I think I just put it in my desk. And uh, I came back, getting ready to go home. Game Gear, gone. Mm. Somebody stole my shit, man. And I don't even think I had it long. I think I probably had it for, like, a couple of months. Yeah. And, it, man, it was gone. I was sick, too. I was so sick. I don't even know who took it. 
badass motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, my next one is a more modern one. Mm. Um, modern as in it just came out last year. Last year? What came out last year? This is called The Playdate. I never heard of that. Never heard of it? Never heard of it. It was a small, like, Kickstarter kind of thing that popped off, and they... It's a really cool concept, and I'm going to go into it here. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Playdate is a handheld gaming console made by Panic. It has a one-bit black-and-white display... And one of the, the like the most interesting, unique thing about this system is it has a crank on the side of it, a current crank. crank, and you use it to play the games. Huh? So like, let's say you have a fishing game. Uh-huh. You hit a button. You hit like the A button, and it throws out the thing, and then you start cranking. Oh, like the, to reel it in. Yeah, you reel it in. Okay. Or like, uh, there's a game on it that you use it. It's like a 2D platformer, like a Mario. So you're walking side to side, but you can use the crank to forward or reverse time in the game. And it, it's it's used for really interesting stuff like that. Okay. Um, but like I said, it's a one-bit black and white screen. It's really, like, low poly, but people have been making really interesting things with it. And um, when you buy it, it comes with 24 games. Mm-hmm that are made between the the developer panic and a bunch of other people they worked with and it makes you wait for those games though so you turn it on and it's like here's two games mm-hmm. and then you turn it back on next week it says here's two more games and it turn it on a week after that here's two more games mm. and it's as, as someone who wants to play through them i don't know if that would I don't know how I would feel about that. I might like that. I might not. I don't know. Where where, where is this made at? Is it North America? Or is it, uh, I don't know. I didn't didn't write that down. Oh, okay. I've never heard of it. But you just order it online. You can order it right now. What? Like you can go and order it. It's a one seventy nine. You it you can order it brand new straight from them. Really? It's it's an interesting little unit. As of. Uh, as of May this year, they have sold 53,000 units. Okay. Which isn't much in like the grand scheming grand scheme of the you know, the gaming world, but for just some peop- some person mm-hmm. making these, that's a good amount. <laughs> that sounds like when when you said crank on it, mm-hmm. I immediately thought that it was uh, one of those things that didn't have batteries and you had to mm-hmm. spin the crank just to charge the battery <laughs> up. That's yeah. what I thought. But, okay. It's one of those cranks, but it's not for charging it. It has a little USB plug in and it charges it up. Okay, I got um, you. But yeah, it's just a really interesting little system. It's nothing. It's not fighting for you know the top system in the world, but at some point I'd like to get my hands on one because I think it's just an interesting little piece. Right, just kind of like a conversation piece to have. Yeah, it's something different. I got you. I got you. But yeah, that's that's the play date. The play date. You can buy oh. one from the Panics website if that's what you want to do. <laughs> Alright, I'm about to go and look those up. Uh my next one. It's kind of an old one. Mm-hmm. I would say probably the first handheld. And they they were made started in the seventies. Okay. They were called the Microvision. And they were basically made by the toy makers, made by uh Mattel and Milton Bradley. Okay. I've never I I've never heard these ones by name. Yeah, so they only had uh, 12 games. That was it, just 12 games. Okay. And uh, this is probably my age bracket, your, probably your father's uh, age bracket who would have played one of these. But they uh, they had, you know, like pinball, um, bowling, mm-hmm. baseball. Um, the they biggest one was called Blockbuster. So okay. I'm guessing that's the one with the ball at the bottom and just busting the bricks up top. Oh, like uh, Brick Break? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was probably like their most popular game. Okay. But they were cheap, you know, little, probably like two inch by, probably two by five inch little console. They were real skinny. Okay. And, you know, you you can find them on eBay in the box for like 50 bucks. Okay. And, uh, you know, kind of, it had like a little LL, uh, LCD screen on it, black and white. Just had like the little the blocks, the eight little bit mm-hmm. blocks, and you know you just shoot like, <laughs> yeah. 
uh, kind of like the uh, the football one. It, it was about the same. I, I think I think Milton Bradley made that one too, or is it Mattel? It was one of those companies. Okay. So, uh, but they they didn't make a lot. There was only like twelve of them. They had a, a run span from like the late seventies to the early eighties, probably like eighty four, eighty five. Okay. So you know. I, that, that was my my one. I, I did really didn't do a deep dive in it because it was a lot yeah. to take in. Um, but they sound interesting. I'm gonna have to look them up a little more. Yeah, just, just to see them a bit. I looked them up on uh, eBay. I saw some in the box for like fifty bucks. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Like, yeah, that's not terrible. Okay. Um, you can probably get all twelve of them for like a couple hundred bucks if you want the whole complete <laughs> probably, collection yeah. or whatever. But yeah, they're they're, they're pretty cool. They they look. Now you look at them now, they look like really cheaply made. Mm-hmm. There's probably small chip in there or whatever. Just enough to power the the LCD screen and the buttons that it had. Mm-hmm. And I think it took like two AA batteries or something like that. Oh, wow. Or okay. it might just took a 9-volt. might just been one 9-volt. Okay. But yeah, they they they're, they're fun. Uh, you know, at that age, I, I probably bore me to death now. Oh, yeah. But... Back then, they they were fun, you know, kind of just dick around game, kind of on the brand of like Atari. Mm-hmm. If you if people remember Atari, you know, or no, I take that back, ColecoVision. Oh, okay, yeah, more ColecoVision. Okay, yeah, that that was that's it for me. My next one's a little bit to the side of handheld gaming. Side. And I've got a statement to make. Oh man, the current phone market fucking sucks. Ooh, yes. It's gotten stale. Let's talk about it. You already know what I'm going to talk about. I already know. Go ahead. (laughs) It's gotten stale. It's gotten stupid. Mm -hmm. They keep making the same damn phones over and over for the last like 10 years. Ooh, look, another camera. Yeah, look, the camera's slightly bigger. Oh, look, we added a second camera. Oh, look, we added a third (laughs) camera. Yeah. These phones are for women. (laughs) Like, we don't take cameras. We don't take pictures of ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, like women take 50 pictures of themselves to mm-hmm. get the perfect one picture and filters and mm-hmm. I don't care about none of that shit. Yeah. But make it look fair. different. I take a lot of pictures, not of me, of my dogs doing stupid shit, but, <laughs> but you know, but I don't need one and six done. cameras. To, yeah. I don't need six camera lenses on the back of my phone that you know it's like they just Mm. keep making the same phone yeah and there's even like there's the foldable phones have kind of gotten popular but in like the workforce that you and i are in those things would be broken in an hour they they would just they'd get a little bit of dust in them because we work dusty jobs physical jobs they would just be done it's not even worth looking at them that's office phone somebody rich kardashian this Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for y'all. That ain't for us. Yeah. What I'm trying to get at is somebody mm. needs to make another fucking Sony Xperia Play. Oh. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to make another fucking Sony mm. Xperia Play. Sony Ericsson Xperia Play. I know exactly where you was going. That was the coolest fucking phone ever. Yep. Boom. Since then and still. Yep. <laughs> like like before and after. I remember coolest that fucking phone it slid out yep like you your old text bar ones yep and then you just had a fucking controller yeah right up under the screen you yep. just all your buttons you had your your back buttons you had the analog sticks were digital but mm. they they tracked it it wasn't like touching a stupid screen yeah getting your finger in front of it when you're trying to play a game and you can't see shit yep i remember that phone i remember when it came out too because my partner he went and got a new phone he ended up getting an engage uh-huh. Yep, that's what he ended up getting. And I ain't like that engage. I was mm-hmm. like, no, nah, this engage, it ain't like it ain't nice. That mm-hmm. Sony, that was nice. The coolest fucking thing to me about the Sony one, I never had one personally, mm-hmm. but I had a buddy in high school that I played a lot of games with and stuff. He had one and he he, he kept it for the longest time. He was rich. He yeah, I think he just wanted that phone and he mm-hmm. saved up his money for it. Um but the coolest thing to me was when you just had it normally, you just had your standard Android phone. Yeah, that's what it, it was just a standard Android phone. But the moment you slid that key, the uh, the controller out, the whole OS changed. It put you into a PSP OS. Yeah, it, to the whole menu system. It gave you all the options. 
there was an exclusive store on the Android store just for downloading P- the the Xperia Play games mm-hmm. because they ported PSP games mm-hmm. to it and you could just straight up play your PSP games on there. There was PS1 games ported to it. You could just straight play PS1 games on there. Mm-hmm. Super easy. You slide out the controller, you tap, that's the game I want to play and it boots the game with full controller support. I remember that. That, that was a good... That phone was expensive, too. It was. It was not a cheap phone. I mean, compared to now, it'll be cheap. Yeah, compared, I think it was like $500. Yeah. But then that was like, whoa. Yeah, $500 for a cell phone. Because people were looking at two, $300 phones right. and still thinking that was expensive. But. Right. And now it's these $1,200, $2,000 phones mm-hmm. that just give you a camera. Yeah. <laughs> and I Facebook. think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think one of the the other cool things is since it was Android, you could just easily download emulators to it. Mm-hmm. And um, I wrote the small list of stuff. It could play anything from the Atari Twenty Six Hundred all the way up to the PSP and just emulate it mm-hmm. with a controller right there. Mm-hmm. Save everything. It was just it was portable gaming, in in the style of a PSP. But you could then just slide it back up, and you had a normal cell phone. Yeah. And it was all in one package. Yeah, I saw And it saw just that fucking too. works. Somebody needs to make another Xperia Play. It's not. With, I mean, today's day and age, the kids are getting more and more into mobile gaming. There's yeah. like the Fortnite on there, the PUBG. They've got the Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah. And those games are all taking off. And people are going out and spending $100, $200 on those like side attachable things to add controllers to their phones. Yeah, I have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they they work, but they're a bit janky. They're mm-hmm. a bit loose. They creak. They feel weird. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. just give me a controller built into it. Yeah, um, but I think the other thing is they make the phones thinner and thinner. Mm-hmm. So I think they they're really trying to go for thin because if you think about it, that foldable phone is pretty thick. Yeah. But you know, you could take that extra screen out, and then you could just put a track in there where you just flip it up. Mm-hmm. Then you got like a, a full size keyboard or whatever mm-hmm. under it, you know, and these these phones right here, man, like I don't I don't even like this phone. Yeah. Like I wasn't happy with my iPhone because it was basically just the same iPhone that they've been cranking out for the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and get this Samsung because mm-hmm. everybody's saying, oh, the Samsung is the best phone out here. Same phone same the Samsung phone. put out in 2008. This shit is trash. <laughs> it's the same fucking phone Samsung put out in 2008. It's just a little faster. Yeah. Oh. The screen's got a little more pixel density. And, and the fucking camera can go like 100 fucking miles out the zoom on it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... When do you use that? My son's football game. That's really <laughs> about it. Yeah. But other than that... I don't give a fuck about this damn phone. Fuck this phone. And I'll never. I, I'm really thinking about this is going to be my last cell phone. I'm oh, going to really? keep this phone until it breaks. Until it won't come back on anymore. Mm-hmm. Because they just keep going up. Like, mm-hmm. when when is it going to stop? Like, you look up, it's going to be $5,000 next time for a phone. Mm-hmm. And nobody's saying anything, just letting them do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No one's putting a stop to anything. And I wouldn't complain as much. If the cell phone market did stuff. <laughs> right. Like, they're just not doing anything. It's stagnant. Yeah. It's everybody, the iPhone and the Android, the only difference is the OS. That's it. The, when you turn on your iPhone, the icons look a bit different. That's it. And when you text somebody, it's blue. It's like, blue. <laughs> that's, that's the only real difference between iPhone and Android at this point. Like... And my uh yeah. my iPhone friends, my friends who have iPhones, they immediately noticed when I switched over. Uh-huh. It's like, you don't have an iPhone anymore? That was the first text I got from everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was just like, no. Nah, they're, they're fucking sheep. Yeah. They're fucking sheep. I have an iPhone. I mm. don't think it's anything special. Yeah. I use YouTube, I send text messages, and I use Apple Music. All three of those things can be done on any other phone. <laughs> Pretty much. Um me. I text, fucking TikTok, mm-hmm. Instagram. That's it. Yeah. That's all the fuck I use it for. Fucking $2,000. And I just use it for texting, Instagram, mm-hmm. 
Like I barely I barely talk on this damn thing. Yep. So I don't even know why I have it. I don't. I I could save yeah. so much money. I could save so much money. The iPhone I got, I got back in like twenty fifteen and I've not twenty fifteen. It was twenty twenty eighteen and I've not upgraded. Yeah. There's no reason to. There's no reason. Like the battery kind of sucks at this point, but <laughs> Yeah, you can buy a new battery. Yeah. <laughs> so there's just no reason to upgrade. Only thing they did was, ooh, this phone's made out of titanium. So the fuck what? Yeah. The gla- the back of it's still glass. It's going to shatter. Right. Like, <laughs> well, I'm with you on that. Like, a good gaming phone mm-hmm. will be fantastic. I don't know who they, they got to talk to. What? They do make gaming-specific phones. Um, but the problem is they are just a standard phone. Mm-hmm. It just looks, they look exactly like your Samsung. Mm-hmm. They just have a bigger bump in the back because there's a fan in there to cool it. Mm. And that's like what it's still just the awkwardness of playing on a phone. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, man. Like, and it got this little pen in it. Yeah. And I use that to sign documents. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. But you, you. Well, I don't have any last words. I ain't got no more consoles. I mean, there's there's a bunch of handhelds out there. There's a bunch of them I would like to have. Mm-hmm. It's just the price is just way up there. For yeah. Them. Oh yeah. And if you try to find them now, five six hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Easy. You, oh yeah. You know, you can find like the little janky ones, the the Microvision and the Tiger Electronics for cheap, but. Mm-hmm. Atari Lynx, $1,000. The problem is Nintendo blew everything so far out of the water that nothing else sold well. So Mm. everything else is a rare console. So if you want to buy it, you're paying rare console prices. You're paying premium prices. Yeah. Premium prices. Handheld gaming's always just been interesting. Yeah. And pretty much Nintendo just saw a handheld now. Mm -hmm. You know, the Switch, got your dock, you can take it as a handheld, whatever. So, well, that's about our time, y'all. Yeah. So, I'm still kind of drunk from yesterday, and it's, it's kind of even me out right here. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and uh, polish off this, and we'll see y'all guys next week. Yeah. Like, subscribe, hit that like button, um, follow, leave a comment, leave a review. Please. Do... All that fun stuff, it helps us out, and we appreciate it. Yeah, and play along with us, man. We, we like to get some feedback from uh, our games. If you like them, if you have them, play along with us, and uh, let us know what you think about the games, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm LSD. Now I'm Eggs. Peace. See ya. <laughs>